Hi, my name is Rebecca, and welcome to the Last Night I Dreamt podcast. Each podcast, I'll be chatting with someone who inspires me and has something to share with the Last Night I Dreamt tribe. We'll chat with some of our designers, men and women who have a story to tell, and folk we can all learn from. Today, I'm chatting with Sarah, founder of adjustable ring brand SVP Jewellery, about how she left a high-pressured advertising career behind to start a dream. Reinventing yourself, an area so close to my heart, having felt very lost for several years post my own TV career and after years out with the children. I'm sure many of us will relate to Sarah's story. So stay tuned and welcome to the Last Night I Dreamt podcast. We hope each one will be food for the soul. So Sarah, for those of you who may not have heard of you before, explain a bit about SVP Jewellery and how you came to Last Night I Dreamt. It's really simple. We just do adjustable rings that fit every finger. That's it. Uh, We don't do any other type of jewellery. I think that's what kind of makes us stand apart from everyone else. And I can't even remember how we met. I thought I thought I was going to where did I I thought I was going to Northampton even when I was on the train. I'm so rubbish at geography. And I'd never been to Southwell before. And I remember just walking up the street and seeing this like little shop glisten away. And it was it took me back kind of almost to my childhood. It was like walking into a jewellery box. I think that's the only way I can describe your shop. And when you get inside I kind of almost forgot to speak. I I kind of like thought, I'm not really interested in my brand anymore. I just want to look at everything else that you're stocking because it's just like a magpie in your shop always. There's always something to buy or catch my eye. People do say we're a bit like a treasure trove, I have to say. And I think SVP's added uh, something really special to the shop because very often we struggle with women needing to size their the rings for their fingers and SVP ticks a massive box for us because people can come and walk away with either a gift for a friend or a ring for themselves knowing that it's 100% going to fit so you've massively massively filled a gap in the market for us so thank you. That's what I always found it's like you always want the ring that doesn't fit Absolutely. And uh, just to describe your jewellery as well, um, you tr- you use a mix of beautiful semi-precious gemstones and it's all handcrafted in India. So tell us a bit more about how the jewellery is made. Yeah, so all the metals we use are recycled, which I really love because it means that they've, they've already had a little life with someone else who's taken them on this sort of amazing journey and they've already meant something to someone. And when that life is kind of finished, if you like, it, everything gets melted down and remade into something beautiful for someone else to take on and give uh, that has meaning to them. And they can take it on another little journey with their life. So there's something really ethical reasons apart. There's something really lovely about that. Everything's sterling silver, which is the 95. And we use an 18 karat gold vermeil. Vermeil is a bit like a plate. We call it our posh candy brand because we have it at the till point and people literally are like a magpie to it and come and pick it up. And it's a posh candy pick me up, a bit like a sweet shop where you can find a ring and uh, just fall in love with it immediately and take it away. 
I think that's it. I think people get drawn to something and then they ask what the meaning is and then you tell them and you're like, and they're, you know, 99% of the time they're like, oh my God, that's perfect for me. What I'm going through in my life right now, I've got to have this. <laughs> so give me an example of a stone and um, maybe kind of a, a significant meaning, like your best selling stone and what the, the meaning that that stone holds. Well, our best selling stone is Rainbow Moonstone, which is a beautiful rich creamy white stone that has it sort of glistens in the light and it's got rainbow hues that run through it hence the name and that is for clarity and for when you're kind of at an emotional crossroads in life rainbow moonstone is said to show you the way and it's a very neutral color so it goes with everything we'll go with every outfit um, and we do lots of different styles in rainbow moonstone you weren't always involved in jewellery, were you? And this is something that's very close to my heart. Um, as I talked about in my introduction, I felt a bit lost um, post kind of having kids and after my career in TV, but having a lot of time out, I didn't know what to do. And the idea of um, women changing their careers and reinventing themselves for whatever reason is something that really interests me. So tell us your story, Sarah. Yeah, I, um, I trained in advertising and I got my first job when I was 19. I was the first all-girl team in London and I trained to be an art director and art directors work with copywriters and simplistically together we come up with ideas for adverts. Um, and I did that for 25 years and you know what, every, you know that kind of Sunday feeling where every Sunday you're like, oh my God, I've got to get up and go to work again and you, it's like slightly sinking. I had that for like 25 years, just about. And I was good at what I did and I enjoyed some of it, but I was just really dissatisfied with feeling kind of trapped like being employed you had to you, I had to be in work at a certain time and I couldn't leave for way after half five so my days were incredibly long it's very very stressful and I was always looking for something else to do and I didn't know what my thing was and I was just trying to find something what was the turning point for you we had had my husband and I had a really really hard time and he'd moved to India um, and it was the 2008 9 crash. We'd just moved house, so I had to do the house up because it was inhabitable. So I thought, right, I'll stay here and do that and keep on working in advertising and hold everything together. And I just used to travel to see him in India, and he was taking on all sorts of really interesting people with fascinating backgrounds. And, I just used to go out for drinks with lots of different people and chat to them and find out what they were doing in their lives. And one uh, woman was, her family were in jewellery. And when we were in Jaipur, we got a call saying, oh, my father wants to see you for afternoon tea. Will you come round? And of course we said, yes, I mean, it's a massive honour. So we went round and they said at the end, would you like to see what Rui does now? And we said, absolutely. And we were led down this sort of sweeping staircase into their basement and opened it up. And there was a room just floor to ceiling full of gemstones. Like my eyes nearly popped out of my head. I was just like, oh my God, this is just so amazing. And meanwhile, back in the UK, I've been having jewellery lessons. 
and I was making things out of old chandelier pieces and buttons and vintage beads and I was getting into a few boutiques with these they were quite bonkers the pieces and I was getting into a few boutiques and I was and I was like considering maybe this is kind of what I want to do and then just by kind of, and then they said oh do you want to design something I said thank you for looking after our daughter so I really like that because my uh, it was my husband that had done all the work and I got <laughs> I got I got the gift <laughs> amazing and um I was like yeah great I'll design a ring so I designed a ring brought it back and then friends were like oh can I have one can I have one and I was like yeah yeah sure I'll ask them I'm sure they won't mind what size are your fingers and then no one knew and nobody could be bothered to find out so I just made a ring to fit any finger and I thought how hard can that be <laughs> and it turned out it was actually hard because it's about the cur getting the curvature right so that it feels comfortable on your finger. Shops were like, oh, they look interesting. Can, can, can you get a few for the shop? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay then. I didn't have a business or anything. I didn't even really think about it. And then more and more kind of shops came on. And then I had three in like three months without actually trying. And then I thought, oh, well, if I can get two more before Christmas, this was in October, I'm going to quit my job. And then that's what happened. So really, it's, a, it's an amazing journey of, you know, stumbling across something, but then a seed of an idea fires you. And from that seed has grown something completely tremendous and creative and a business that is kind of growing year on year. Yeah, I think it was recognising opportunity. Um, and I can remember sitting down in January and thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> I have no money, zero and nothing at all. My husband's in India. He's not earning like masses of money. What on earth have I done? And then I kind of took myself back to college for a year, if you like, and learned about business and learned about margins and SKU codes and all these things that I had no idea about. Meanwhile, I started to freelance. So I was kind of doing two jobs at the same time. Um, and I did that and I kept freelancing until I reached breaking point and it was affecting me, my health. It took quite a while to just go what I would call kind of solo, I think, with the brand. Which is an amazing step of faith. Uh, when you're not sure because I mean like when I establish the shop you don't know whether it's going to work whether people are going to like what you sell whether you're going to be successful or not um, so it is an, an amazing step of faith that you took so lots of women often reach a juncture in their life what advice would you have to those people who may be at a juncture right now we are here once you're here once and that's it and time goes past so quickly and it's got nothing to do with age or um, where, what kind of life stage you're at. It's about where you're at waking up in the morning. And if you're not waking up happy um, with your work, and if you think you spend the majority of your life working, um, then it's time to make a change. And it doesn't have to be a massive change. It doesn't have to be, I mean, my story after like going to India and that final setup, I'm now my third supplier. That journey has been massive. And people don't have to make huge changes. Sometimes it can be just small, but ultimately it's got to be for better health and happiness because that's what it's all about. And projecting kind of to now and 
where you are at with SVP now um, and the journey that you've come on, how do you feel about, how do you feel now compared to when you were in advertising kind of all those years ago and this seemed like a kind of, well, a dream away at the very start? And I think the main thing is I never go to work. Um, that's how I genuinely feel. I I don't, I feel like I never work because I'm doing what I absolutely love. You know, I love going to India. I love working side by side with our cross people. I loved, you know, I love seeing all our lovely retailers. I love designing exclusives for, for everyone. I love, I love the way that I can wake up and, or go on a walk and come up with an idea and think, do you know what, I'm just going to do that. I don't have to ask anyone. I don't have to seek permission. I'm not sitting in a world of appraisals anymore. And when I worked in advertising, a lot of the companies were really cutthroat and it, I was looking at them all thinking, I don't want to have a company, anything like this. These are not my values. Um, and, and that was, and I was getting really frustrated because, and angry because they weren't doing what I felt my life values were and actually, what I realised is I just needed to do my own thing and set my own values in place. And I do think that when you align your values with your business and how you're living, that that brings a sense of wholeness um, internally. I know that that's something I'm really passionate about, how I look after my staff, um, how I um, am with my customers, both kind of on camera when I'm chatting away to them, on the phone to them when I'm, you know, when I'm dealing with kind of inquiries. Um, and how I am at home, you know, I want there to be integrity in all of my life and to kind of combine those um, elements of, you know, the values that I hold. All I can do is provide the best service that I possibly can, create really nice things that people want, to listen to all our customers and retailers and, and design things. I'm not really the business. Rebecca, you're the business and your customers are SVP. I just glue everything together and that's how I kind of see it because there's no point in me just sitting here creating stuff that I want um, it's creating things that we all want and love that bring us joy in our lives and and provide a service that people um, hopefully appreciate and just try and treat people as you would like to be treated yourself I love that. I really love that. So just to finish on, can you give a little gem to our Last Night I Dreamt listeners who may be encouraged by your story of how you kind of turned your life around and come out of um, advertising and into something that you now absolutely love? Um, what's your final gem? We've got a mantra and it's called change is beautiful and it's making small positive changes for better health and happiness. And I think that's the one thing you've got to remember. You're here once what do you want to do with the time that you are here and if you're not happy just work out little and it doesn't have to be massive steps just little steps that can get you to where you want to be change is beautiful what a positive message to end on Sarah it's been such a pleasure speaking to you you really do inspire me and um, every time I speak to you you've got such gems of wisdom um, and we love your rings and how you're spreading spreading positivity with your brand message thank you so much for joining us on the last night I dreamt podcast oh and thank you for having me it's been brilliant I've really enjoyed myself 
We hope you enjoyed our Last Night I Dreamt podcast. Remembering that change is beautiful and bravely taking a step towards changing your life is something that I believe can help shape each one of us in all of life's journeys. Where would I be now if I hadn't ignored my very real fear and opened my jewellery boutique? So thank you, Sarah, for bringing your gems to our LNID family. We hope you'll join us again for another Last Night I Dreamt podcast. <laughs>